Welcome to the Cure Church Lee Summit Podcast. Here at the Cure Church, we believe Jesus is the cure for whatever you may be going through. Wherever you are listening to this podcast, we pray this week's message encourages you. Today, I'll be teaching about someone in the Bible that isn't talked about very much and not nearly enough. This is a very important person, and we can learn a lot from him. It is someone that can often be overlooked and forgotten about if we don't know who he is and we don't understand his importance. Now, as I said just a moment ago, my assignment today is to teach. So I encourage you to everyone, please take notes. So right now, you know, go and get that pen and that paper. If you take notes on your phone, get ready. But I do encourage you, please take notes. I do have a lot of scripture today. And this is going to be an amazing service. So while you're getting those things together, I'm just going to open in prayer, okay? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much, Lord God, for what you're doing, God, in every person's life that is watching right now. Lord, I thank you, God, for your plans for each one of us, Lord, and I ask you, God, to help us, Lord, that our hearts will be open to hear and receive from you this morning, God. I pray minister to us, Lord God, and change us from the inside out. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to start with a scripture. It's Galatians Chapter 4, verse 4. But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. And because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Come on, I'm grateful for that. Listen, in this, te- in, this uh, mess, uh, in this scripture, the word prompting means to move to action, to inspire, assist a person speaking in what to say. So the prompting for us to call out Abba Father is important. John 6, For no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me. And at the last day, I will raise them up. Now listen, we know this. God created all things, right? He created every person. He created the light, the earth, the oceans, the seas, the sun, the moon, the stars, the animals, and so on and so on. And we read about that in Genesis when he created everything. He sent his only begotten son in human form, born of a virgin, to live a life of exampleship for us. Jesus, the one born supernaturally to live and die to pay our debts of sin on the cross of Calvary so that we could have eternal relationship with the Father. Now, because of Jesus' sacrifice, and to him, he was simply obeying his Father. But because of his sacrifice, we can now have forgiveness of our sins. Thank you, Lord, which is our salvation. We can have peace, joy, healing, victory and freedom now after being crucified after dying on that cross after taking back the keys of authority from satan himself then appearing to his disciples after his resurrection on that third day later to ascend to heaven to sit at the right hand of the father and guess what he's doing he's interceding for you he's interceding for me thank you lord 
Jesus left us, after doing all of that, Jesus left us the Holy Spirit to be with all who are his children. Here's, here's another way we could think about the Trinity and the active role that the Trinity plays in each one of our lives is like a company, or in this case, a kingdom. God owns and created or built from nothing the kingdom of God, and Jesus is the CEO of all that is in God's kingdom. He oversees. Now the Holy Spirit is the manager. He's the one that's a part of our daily lives, of all those that are a part of God's kingdom, and he guides us. So today we're talking about, and I'm teaching about, the Holy Spirit. So about a week or a week and a half ago, I made this statement to some ladies um, at the service, and I said, we won't make it without the Holy Spirit. And so that's really where this message is birthed from, that statement. We won't make it without the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you the truth? You won't make it. I won't make it. We will not make it without the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you, let this teaching help you to understand what that really means. Now when I say make it, I mean, you know, the Bible says that those who endure to the end shall be saved. We won't make it to the end victoriously without the Holy Spirit. So let's talk a little bit about him. He is a part of the Godhead three in one, as I already mentioned, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Now listen, this is just not a phrase that's used when we're doing water baptisms. The Holy Ghost is a person. He's not a ghost, he's not a thing, and he's not a good idea. He is alive and he is real. He is active in those who activate themselves in him. Did you hear me? He is active in those who activate themselves in him. He is always at work in us, even though some may overlook him, refuse to listen to his leading, or they don't have a daily relationship with him. He is at work in us. Now, I don't know if you knew this or not, but there are two names for the Holy Spirit, advocate and spirit of truth. So let's dive into that a little bit. John 15, 26. But I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth, and he will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. Jesus uses two names for the Holy Spirit, advocate and spirit of truth. Now the word advocate conveys the helping, encouraging, and strengthening work of the Spirit. And spirit of truth points to the teaching, illuminating, and reminding work of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit ministers to both the head and the heart, and both dimensions are important. He's so awesome. First John 5, starting in verse 6. And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by his baptism in water and by shedding his blood on the cross. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit, the water and the blood, all three agree, just like the Godhead three in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they're always in agreement. There's never anything divided among them. They are one. Amen? Today, I encourage you, let's open up to the book of John, chapter 14. This is where our text will be this morning. Read along with me if you could, and posture yourselves. Listen, if you haven't already done so, posture yourselves to hear, to learn, to receive from the Holy Spirit today, because he's speaking. He's always speaking. Again, John 14, starting in verse 15. 
If you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you who know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you, know I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also will live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Verse 22. Judas, not Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name, said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I am telling you is from the father who sent me. I am telling you these things now while I am still with you. But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is, the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything I have told you. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you, I am going away but I will come back to you again. If you really loved me, you would be happy that I am going to the Father who is greater than I am. I have told you these things before they happen, so that when they do happen, you will believe. Verse 30, I don't have much more time to talk to you because the ruler of this world approaches. He has no power over me, but I will do what the Father requires of me so that the world will know I love the Father. Come, let's be going. Now listen, that's a powerful text and has so much in it. Let's try to just go through that. The Holy Spirit is the very presence of God within us and all believers, helping us to live as God wants and building Christ's church on earth. By faith, we can appropriate the Spirit's power each day. This means what power is suitable or needed for each day. We always need the power of the Holy Spirit every day. Listen, everything we do in the day, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. The word translated advocate from our text and throughout scripture combines the ideas of comfort and counsel. The word could also be translated comforter, encourager, or counselor. The Holy Spirit is a powerful person and he's on our side. He's working for us and with us. Now, do you see why it's so important to have a daily relationship with him? It's good. We need a relationship with God the Father. We need a relationship with God the Son. But we cannot forget about the Holy Spirit as well. We must have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So here are some things that we're going to dive into, okay? Some truths about the Holy Spirit. Number one is he will never leave us as John 14, 16 told us, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. And number two, the world at large cannot receive him. John 14, 17 told us that. He lives with us and in us. Also, John 14, 17. 
He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. That's why a lot of times, if you're talking to someone who doesn't know the Lord and you bring up the Holy Spirit, they don't understand. They don't understand because the world doesn't recognize him. But us Christians, children of the Most High God, we ought to recognize the Holy Spirit. Amen. He teaches us, John 14, 26, but when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything I have told you. Now I'm grateful, so grateful for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The world at large cannot receive him. Come on, John 14, 17 told us that. But he reminds us also. Here's another thing. He reminds us of Jesus' words. That's also found in John 14, 26. Jesus promised the disciples that the Holy Spirit would help them remember what he had been teaching them. The Holy Spirit can help us in the same way. As we study the Bible, we can trust him to plant truth in our mind, convince us of God's will, and remind us when we stray from it. Now listen, have you ever been in a situation where you're trying to recall a scripture or maybe a story that you read in the Bible in conversation with someone, you're trying to encourage someone in some way? The Holy Spirit reminds us of all truth and the whole word of God is absolute truth. I'm grateful, thank you, Lord. Our thoughts and ways, they just won't cut it. Not our own thoughts, not our own ways. Isaiah 55, eight says this, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. We are limited, hear me, we are limited in our thinking, and our ways are fallible at times, but God's are never limited, and he is never fallible. Thank you, Jesus. We can trust in him. Listen, we can trust in the Lord. And that leads me to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Uh, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. So do we invite the Holy Spirit in making decisions? Do we trust the Lord to ask him, Holy Spirit, what decision should I make right here? What do I need to do in this situation? Ask him. He will answer you. You will know. Psalms 19 and 7. God's word is perfect in every way. How it revives our souls. His laws lead us to truth and his ways change the simple into wise. Come on, I used to be very simple. I was not wise at all. But my wisdom, whatever wisdom you and I have, it comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from reading his word and applying it to our lives daily. And number six, he convinces us of sin, shows us God's righteousness, and announces God's judgment on evil. John 16, 8. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. Verses 9 to 11, the world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. 
Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. You ever heard that statement, the enemy's already defeated? It's because he's already been judged. Hallelujah. There are three important tasks of the Holy Spirit described here. One is convicting the world of its sin and calling it to repentance. Number two is revealing the standard of God's righteousness to anyone who believes because Christ would no longer be present on earth. Isaiah 64, 6, we are all infected and impure with sin. When we display our righteous deeds, they are nothing but filthy rags. Like autumn leaves, we wither and fall and our sins sweep us away like the wind. Again, God's righteousness. And three, demonstrating Christ's judgment over Satan. He's already been judged. He's already been defeated. You don't have to listen to the enemy. You don't have to allow him to control your mind, your thinking, your heart, your actions any longer because he's been judged. He's already been defeated by the finished work of the cross. And number seven, he guides us into truth. John 16, 13 and when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. Amen. Right now, there's a lot of people wondering what tomorrow holds. What's going to happen in the next days to come, in the next years to come? All I know is this, that the spirit of truth will guide us every step of the way. If we look to him, if we ask of him, if we listen to him, amen? John 14 and 6, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. He is the only way, and he is the truth. He is the life that we need. John 8, 32, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Listen, I've had many people tell me their opinions, their ideas, their thoughts, their suggestions. None of those things ever freed me in my life. But can I tell you what has? It's been the truth of the word of God that has freed me. And you will know the truth. Well, how do I know the truth? Open up your Bible again. Open your Bible, search out the scriptures, and the truth, when you find it, it will set you free. It has that much power. 2 Corinthians 13.8 For we cannot oppose the truth, but must always stand for the truth. Listen, I'm not on that side, and I'm not on that side. I'm on the truth's side. I'm on God's side in all things in life. The truth into which the Holy Spirit guides us is the truth about Christ. And he gives insight into the future events. Sometimes people wish they knew the future, right? Don't we sometimes? I wish I knew what tomorrow would hold so that I can prepare for it. But God has chosen not to give us this knowledge. He alone, hear me, he alone knows what will happen. But he tells us all we need to know to prepare for the future. So we can still prepare, but we must seek him. When we live by his standards, he will not leave us. He will come to us. He will be in us, and he will show himself to us. Listen, right here, confusion is not of God. If you're confused about something, if you're confused about a situation in your life right now, if you're confused about tomorrow, that is not of God. Ask of the Lord. Ask of the Holy Spirit. Show me clearly. Speak to me. What is truth 
in this situation, Lord, and he will reveal himself to you as we have heard time and time again just throughout this message. And there is so, so, so much to the Holy Spirit that it is impossible for me to teach on all of it today. That's why I encourage you, get into your word daily. Get into your word. Spend that time with him. He will illuminate his word to you. He will speak to you. He will convict us. He will encourage us. He will comfort us. He will do all these things. You know why? Because that's who he is. And he is faithful. 2 Timothy 3, 16. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Without the truth of the word of God, we can go all kinds of directions and think that it's God. But when we have the truth, he will help us and keep us on that straight and narrow path again. Without the Holy Spirit, we won't make it till the end. We won't make it. You know why? Because on our own strength and our own thinking, we can get on a path that starts off straight, leading towards the Lord. But then through different things in life, we begin to cause that path to now become crooked. And we don't even realize until we've gotten completely off that path. But the Holy Spirit will guide us. The Holy Spirit will teach us. The Holy Spirit will correct us. The Holy Spirit will convict us of sin to keep us on that straight and narrow path that leads to eternal life with Christ Jesus. Number eight, he brings glory to Christ. John 16, 14. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. And number nine, he gives us gifts. John 14, 27, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. Come on, who needs peace of mind today? Who needs peace in their heart? He's giving you a gift today, and it's called peace of mind and peace of heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. You can't find it anywhere else. You can't order that off Amazon. You can't get that thing shipped in from another place that you need. It only comes from God. So don't be troubled or afraid today. Ask of him. And the end result of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives is deep and lasting peace. That's why the world can't take it away because it didn't give it to you. Come on. Unlike worldly peace, which is usually defined as the absence of conflict, this peace is confident assurance in any circumstance. With Christ's peace, we have no need to fear the present. Right here, right now, we have no need to fear or the future, the unknown, what we don't know. We don't know what tomorrow looks like, but you know what? The one who created us, the author and finisher of our faith, knows everything from end to beginning and beginning to end. I'm grateful. I don't even need to know everything as long as I know the one who holds me, as long as I know the one who guides me and leads me and helps me to stay on that right path with him. Sin, fear, uncertainty, doubt, and numerous other forces are at war within us. I'm going to read that one more time. Sin, fear, uncertainty, doubt, and numerous other forces are at war within us. The peace of God moves into our hearts and lives to restrain these hostile forces and to offer comfort in place of conflict. Come on, is there conflict today? Just ask him. Just ask him, Lord, comfort me in this. 
Jesus says he will give us that peace if we are willing to accept it from him. He is no respecter of persons. It's not for some and not for others. It's for anyone who, be, who would believe and receive from him. If your life is full of stress, allow the Holy Spirit to fill you with Christ's peace today. Philippians 4 and 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Come on, even in the midst of issue, even in the midst of uncertainty, thank him for what he's doing. Thank him, listen, if nothing else, thank him because he is in control, amen? And the scripture goes on and says, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Many people are unaware of the Holy Spirit's activities. But to those who hear Christ's words and understand the Spirit's power, the Spirit gives a whole new way to look at life. I'm not alone. You're not alone. We're not alone. He loves us with an everlasting love. God the Father created us. Jesus came, born of a virgin, died in our place, a death, a crucifixion on the cross at Calvary for us and paying a debt that we could not pay for ourselves so that we can have the opportunity. Listen, it's an opportunity available to anybody and everybody that would hear and receive him. Then he leaves us the Holy Spirit, the one who is, we're, we're um, daily in communion with daily in communion with the Holy Spirit and he guides us, he teaches us, he helps us, he comforts us, he encourages us. Come on, he'll push us when we need to be pushed. He'll tell us, no, don't, don't go that way or it's not time yet. He will guide us. We just have to allow him that place in our lives that we will follow as he leads. So today, you know, maybe you're here watching Maybe you're with your family. Maybe you've got friends with you right now. I don't know where you are, but you know what? Jesus does. God knows right where you are, and he knows exactly what you need. So maybe, you know, you're, you're, you're sitting here, and you're hearing this teaching on the Holy Spirit, and you're realizing, you know, I've kind of gotten off path. Maybe you knew him, and you were close with the Lord at one time, but situations and circumstances and just, just life, or maybe even bad decisions, hear me, bad decisions took you away from him. Today is the day to come home. Today is the day to make a fresh new commitment with him because guess what? He's waiting. He's never left you. He loves you. He didn't change his mind about you. He's crazy in love with you. And guess what? When he comes back, he wants to, he wants to come back for you as well. So today, again, if you've never known the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior, or again, maybe you have, but life took a turn. Decisions caused us to turn away from the Lord. I'm grateful that God has given us this day because the Bible says every day is a gift from God. God has given us this day, this Sunday morning, right where you're at with your family, watching alone. Maybe you come across this broadcast later. It's intended for you. Amen. It's intended for you. 
I want to invite you into a relationship with the Lord today. I want to invite you into a relationship that he'll never change his mind about you. He never gives up on you. He doesn't hurt you and leave you. But he's constant. He's faithful. He's like no other in this entire world. He's nothing like any person here on earth. He's reliable. And his love never runs out. And so today, if that's you, could you just do something very simple? Very simple. Just repeat after me. Because I want to lead you in a prayer that will lead you to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit in your life. You see, we can't have the Holy Spirit. This whole teaching on the Holy Spirit, it only comes after accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior in our lives. And so today, if you want to apply, if you want that peace I talked about, if you want that joy and that help that you need, it starts with a relationship with God. So if that's you again, just posture yourselves before the Lord and repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you now to come into my heart and forgive me of all my sins. Wash them away and cleanse me in your precious blood. Make me new, Lord. I declare old things passed away. And today I am brand new in you. Come and live inside of me and help me to live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful because I know somebody, somebody right now said that prayer and they have given their lives to the Lord or maybe they recommitted their lives. All of heaven is rejoicing. There is a party in heaven just for you. That's how important you are. That's how important you are to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, maybe, maybe you're listening and you say, well, I have a relationship with the Lord. I'm, I'm still daily talking to the Lord. I have that relationship intact. But you know what? I, I just kind of went through life and my relationship with God and I never really took the time to recognize the Holy Spirit. Today is the day to activate that Holy Spirit inside of you. You know how you do that? It's very simple. Because I read it. Scripture said he's already given us the Holy Spirit. But how do we activate ourselves in the Holy Spirit? You talk to him. Listen, you don't have an active relationship with your spouse if you're married if you don't talk to them. You don't have an active relationship with your friends or your kids or whoever if you don't talk to them. So today, activate that relationship with the Holy Spirit and begin to talk to him. If you're in need of comfort today, he will comfort you. Now that doesn't always take the pain away, but he will comfort you through it. He will guide you through it, he will help you. He will encourage you. Listen, I love it. The word of God says that he is the lifter of our head. I've been there where it's been hard to lift my head, but the Holy Spirit has helped me to continue on. And that's what he wants to do for you today. So just talk to him. Listen, even after, even after this service is over, just take some time in your day today. This is the Lord's day, Sunday. Come on. Take some time and talk to the Holy Spirit. I encourage you, go back. All the notes that you took, the scriptures that I read, go back and reread them for yourself and apply them to your life. Pray, Lord, help me. Help me, Lord, to be sensitive to your spirit. Amen.
Thank you so much for joining us this morning online here at the Cure Church of Lee Summit. We love you with the love of God, and we're grateful for your life. And keep going strong. Again, I'm reminding you, we will not make it till the end without the Holy Spirit. You can do it. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to the Cure Church Lee Summit podcast. If you would like to partner with us, please visit our website at www.thecurechurchls.com and click the Give tab. We thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, Jesus is the cure.